Welcome to Healthy Happy Yoga. I'm your host, Kate Lynch. If you breathe, you belong here. On this podcast, I'll be exploring the intersection of yoga and meditation with everyday life, offering tools to you that have helped me get through the day. If it's helpful, please subscribe. Please keep listening, please share with your friends, and please connect with me. Thank you so much for listening. I'm truly grateful. Welcome. I hope you enjoy this asana-focused podcast, which is a live recording from a class I teach at the Park Slope Armory YMCA here in Brooklyn, New York. It would be lovely if you would join us, roll out your mat, and um, this is a asana practice focusing on the second yama or restraint in yogic philosophy, satya. So throughout the asana practice, I reference the following directions. There's a wall of windows in front of you. The door is on your right and the clock is on your left. Hope this helps and I hope you have a wonderful practice. Please give me feedback and enjoy. P.S. We do start lying down with knees up, feet on the mat. Good morning. Uh, So the second yama is satya. This is basically non-lying, right? Or truth or truthfulness. And um, a lot of Damage has been done in our world in the name of truthfulness, which is um, why it's so essential to to maintain that that idea of non-harming, right? And filter as if you're filtering all your words through your compassionate, wise heart. Uh, does that make sense? So speaking truth to power is essential, also, right? And um, dropping any fear that's getting in our way, um, speaking up and speaking out, and also knowing when to listen, to drop in, to be quiet, and pause. Let's um, feel our feet. And you can have them in line with your sitting bones today and think and walk them a little bit towards your butt so they're lined up um, kind of knees right over heels. And then pressing into your uh, center back of each heel and the outer uh, ball of the foot and the inner ball of the foot. So the ball under your big toe, the ball under your little toe. And then stretch, stretch out all your toes, spread them out and place them down nice and wide. 
So imagine that you're pressing your feet down as if you're making a footprint. But really feel your footprint grounding you of each foot. And then as you press down, use your next exhale to, to bring your hips up. And it could just be small, right? And then inhale back down. And yeah, if you have something under your head, you could take it out. So inhale back down and make any adjustments to your feet, to your shoulders, um, your neck, so that you can do it again comfortably. So we'll inhale down and exhale up, and we'll keep doing that a few times. And notice how as you do this, so you can take it at your own pace with your breath, and notice how as you do this, blood flows to um, your neck, your head, your throat center, maybe, and also you're waking up the strong muscles in the back of your body. So if this symbolizes our ancestors, our lineage, our, what supports us, what holds us up, these strong muscles in the back of the body, we can let them help us right, to open up. It's not going to be this level of metaphor throughout the whole class, right? But um, see if that... <laughs> too complicated. Right? <laughs> um, but see, see if that speaks to you. What was that? That was Truth to power, thank you, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there is, that is so true. There is this power dynamic, even in a yoga class, even with a room full of um, mostly white women, right? Um, there is a power dynamic, and I can't help it, right? Because I'm the one standing here talking. But what we can do is remember our own, you know, our own power and our own autonomy, and you are the wise one about your body. So thank you for that. Um, <laughs> So let's keep that in mind. And yes, there are so many ways to practice speaking truth to power. <laughs> All right. And humor. Yeah, humor is an essential part of, um, of speaking our truth, really. And also releasing our tension. And tension can get in the way of, um, of even knowing what our truth is. And of our creativity can block us from going towards things that are scary. Are you still doing this, or are you too tired? Did you get tired, or did you get bored, or did you just start listening and forget? <laughs> All right, so the next time your hips come down, take your arms up and bring them above your head, please. And if that doesn't work for you, take them wider. Right? So we'll, we'll have our arms in a position where um, we feel comfortable and the backs of our hands can touch the floor. So wherever that is for you. And then think about your lower back ribs. And imagine that I was sliding my hand under your lower back ribs. And I was asking permission first. right? <laughs> and then use your next exhale to crush my hand. So your lats are getting a little stretch. Does that make sense? So your lower ribs are contracting. You're drawing towards the center of your body. And... Um, those big muscles in your back as well as your shoulder and chest muscles getting a little release. So you can always take your hands wider so you're taking care of that, those shoulders. All right, so now we'll inhale. And maybe three times we'll exhale, go through the movement with the arms and the hips. So the exhale, our hands sweep down by our hips as our hips come up, pressing into those footprints, right? And the inhale, roll your hips down as your arms go above your head. Two more on your own.
And when you're done, come back to your bridge pose, please. Take a breath in. Come onto your tippy toes, the balls of your feet. And start to roll down very slowly with your exhale so you can articulate each vertebra. Feel it on the floor. Then you can, once your hips are down, you can bring your heels down anytime. Yeah, and then hug your knees in, please. You can rock a little if that feels good. So keep your left knee in and extend your right leg out. Let's all do that unless we want to do the other side, which is fine. <laughs> um, and think of your two knees going away from each other gently. Yeah, and the, uh, the leg that's extended can wave at me softly like your foot is the queen's hand, flop side to side. The one that's stre stretched out, the leg that's stretched out. So this is the hip that we're releasing, the one that's extended. Yeah. Inhale and exhale, change sides. And take a couple breaths there, thinking of your two knees going away from each other. And if there's any discomfort, please back off. And because um, connecting with our center is, is helpful when we're trying to articulate our truth through that wise heart, We'll do a little navel work. So breathe in, breathe out, change legs. Breathe in, breathe out, change legs. So your lower abdominals from your belly button down are doing the work here. And you can continue with the breath. Your exhale doing the work, drawing lower belly towards spine. Your inhale, pausing. And eventually as you're um, feeling ready, you can extend, uh, have the extended leg just float right off the floor. And if that feels like too much, let the extended leg come all the way down. And if you're feeling really strong, maybe your arms come down, but your head stays relaxed, your lower um, belly doing all the work, your upper body staying relaxed. If you notice your lower back popping up, go back to holding the bent knee, please. A few more times. And then please hug your knees, breathe in, breathe out, curl your nose right up between your knees. Breathe in, come back down, and if that hurt your neck, keep your head down and keep breathing. And if it felt all right, really think of the strong front of your spine curling you up to bring your nose again between your knees. So also in the neck, not just metaphor, but thyroid gland. So to, you can go up and down with the breath if you'd like, and when you feel done, you can let your head relax down. Uh, this can help to stimulate thyroid gland to help our metabolism kind of rev up. At this time of year, that can feel a little sluggish. Right. All right, and then relax your head down and take it into a gentle twist, knees over to your left. And right arm gently out. And if you'd like support under anything, give me a holler. 
or do it yourself, right? <laughs> okay, great, yep. No, that works, or on a would a blanket be better? Or, yeah. Can I stick it under your shoulder blade? How's that? And you can try looking different directions. So if you always look towards the right hand, try looking at the ceiling or even towards the left shoulder, if that feels all right for your neck. Notice how you can not only release uh, the muscles around your spine and get that gentle twist throughout your whole spine, but also you can release the muscles the side of your neck that hold your jaw, um, kind of attach your jaw to your collarbone. All right, the next time you inhale, bring your right knee up first and then your left. And then exhale both knees to your right and take your left arm out. I can get it. Yeah, this might, is it not enough? I think for this one, no. More? Yeah. I get that. Try that. And now try looking different directions with your neck. Start to observe your thoughts. Sometimes our thoughts are actually useful because they might give us a hint about our intention, our sankalpa. So your next inhale, you can take your left hand up towards the ceiling and exhale, bring it all the way over so you're lying on your right side and you can support under your head with your arm or your blanket. I'm here. So when we get the opportunity to start to release our tension, then... What comes through? What is there room for? How would you like to frame your dedication or your intention or your sankalpa for this practice right now? Okay, so ready, ease up from your side gently and take your seat. Use a block, blanket, or a combination so you're comfortable. Let's breathe in and reach up. Breathe out, hands to heart. Do it again. Take up space. And this time, if you'd like to add in an ohm, please join me, out loud or silent. Deepen your intention.
Let's interlace our fingers and take palms forward. And inhale your arms up any amount. Exhale forward again. Two more on your own. And next time your arms are up, bend your elbows out. You can flip your palms down if you prefer, whatever. And start to draw some circles from your elbows. So your shoulders pretty much stay in place for this one, and it's a gentle circling. And then go the other direction. And then we'll take hands behind head, palms on the back of your head and relax your elbows. Press your head straight back as if you're looking forward. So not lifting your chin, but tractioning your neck by looking straight forward and pressing your head back. Now think of the length of your spine. And inhale to your left, turning, and exhale to your right. Notice how we might not be able to twist as far when we're doing this, but we are maintaining that axial extension, length in the spine from the tippy top of your head reaching up to the, cr- the tailbone rooting down. This kind of maintains integrity in our spine as we twist, and we might feel the rib cage area a little more. So instead of turning your head, see if you can actually turn your torso. Yeah, both directions. And then next time you inhale, come back to center. And we'll keep right hand there and bring left hand down. Draw your right elbow up towards the ceiling. Breathe in. And breathe out. Dip your right elbow towards your opposite thigh. And do this two more times on your own, feeling your shoulder blades sliding around on your back ribs. Okay, and the next time your elbow comes down, drop your right hand down to your left thigh. And then pick up your shoulders, breathe in, so you're getting that same axial extension. And then slide your left hand back a little more behind you, so you're facing the clock, your chest is facing the clock. Pick up your shoulders, walking your back hand back behind you and spiraling around. Yep, then look over your back shoulder, breathe in. And as we breathe out, we can look over the front shoulder, keep chest around to the side. And you could do that again. There we go. So this hand can come further back. Yeah. Now the next time you inhale, lift up your back hand, press down through your seat, and reach it over as you exhale. Let it go over your ear, and then let your arm pass in front of your face so you're finding that other thigh. Take a deep breath into your upper back. Let it go. And then take your hands up either to your shoulders, or maybe fingers come all the way up. And if elbows are not stacked, I would recommend keeping hands on shoulders. Then breathe in and lift a little. And breathe out, elbows towards your navel, towards your belly button. Two more.
and then please lift up, unwind your arms, maintain the length in your spine, and tip forward if that feels good for your hips. If. Release your head, your neck, your throat. And then come on back up, inhale. So we did right hand, now we'll do left hand to back of your head. Sort of pointing your elbow up. Um, you could just think without your hand on your head if that's, if that's injured. You could keep your hand down and just think of your shoulder blade moving, right? So exhale, oh, and this hand is supporting us, right? Shoulder blade is moving. Inhale, press your head back, draw your elbow up. Yeah, a few more times. And the next time your elbow dips, let it come all the way down to your right thigh. Now, this is the essential part, right? We pick up our shoulders, lift up our armpits and our ears, pick up your shoulders. This hand comes down, then pick up your shoulders, lift up your spine, yeah. And then take your right hand more behind you. Spiral your heart around towards the door. Yeah. And you could look over your back shoulder, inhale. And exhale, look over your front shoulder. Two more. Okay, the next time you're looking back, exhale, then inhale, your back, back arm comes up, reach towards the ceiling, and then exhale, reach it over your ear, get that side bend, and then let your arm pass in front of your face, find the other thigh. So you crisscross your arms the other way now. Take a deep breath in, come to center. <sighs> then go ahead and slide your hands up either to your shoulders or continue up. Breathe in and lift your elbows any amount. Breathe out, curl towards your belly button, fingertips forward. Yeah, two more. Yeah, you could stretch your legs out if you have any knee stuff. That's fine. And as you feel ready, ease up, and we're going to make our way to all fours. Getting a blanket under your knees, getting some blocks in front of you is always a good idea, right? It doesn't hurt to have the blocks there available and then not use them. Could be annoying if we don't have them and we want them, right? So you can start moving your spine the way that feels good for you, any direction, and you can be creative, you can explore. Please develop that trust in your own body. And when you feel ready, you're welcome to go for downward dog. If you prefer child's pose, that's also an option. And then we'll slide our way onto belly. So you could shift forward from downward dog or you could slither forward from child's pose, extend your toes back. 
And it's fine to keep the blanket under your um, belly or your hips if that feels good to you. Otherwise, you can always move it out. And then we're going to come into Sphinx Pose. So your elbows will come directly under your shoulders and forearms in front of you. So your elbows under your shoulders, propped up on your forearms. And it, it is tempting to kind of hang out. None of you are doing that, though. You're all pressing down, you're lifting up, and you're drawing your heart forward. Oh, and now when I gave you a compliment, it's coming even more, right? You're, Collarbones are getting wider. You're finding more space in your lower spine. And now you've even, you're even smiling and it's not fake. So that's really nice. I'm going to give more compliments. All right. So, <laughs> no? <laughs> Let's inhale. And exhale. Take your arms out. Don't think about it. <laughs> What's that? There's <laughs> no punishment. Um, and feel the strong back of your body holding you up. Take your straight legs up and fly. <laughs> and yes, you can flap your fingers and your feathers if you want. <laughs> All right, breathe in. Breathe out. Hands down. Take it back. Child's pose. Or you could go straight to downward dog. All right. <laughs> All right, and in some way, shape, or form, within the next three to five breaths, we'll end up in a forward bend at the back of our mats. All right, let your head come very last as you come up. Feel the footprint of each foot. Lift up your kneecaps and feel your hips above your heels, shoulders above hips, and ears up above shoulders. Let's keep our feet a comfortable distance apart, taking right foot. Scratch that. Let's take left foot forward, left foot forward, and turn your right toes out, heel down, and we'll make our way to warrior one. So hands on your ribs, lift up your ribs, and draw them a little bit towards the clock side of the room. And then reach your arms and think of both feet evenly pressing as your left knee is just over your heel. And you can ground your heel a little more and lift up your ears a little more. And notice your back hip. Right? Draw your tailbone towards the earth and lift up your lower abdominals. Okay. And now start to open your hips out towards the door and make your way to your warrior two. So double check that your left knee is staying over your heel, turning out, right? And gaze over left fingers, ground through both feet. Okay. If your knee's going past your ankle, back off or take your feet wider, one or the other. Right? And then we'll turn left palm up and right thumb down, right thumb under. So it's actually going through your, your full range of motion as far as feels okay for you. Right, that right thumb under, left palm up. And then watch your left fingers go up as you breathe in. Right. If your neck hurts, look straight ahead. If it feels okay, lift your chin high and slide your back hand behind you, if that's available, towards your left um, hip or thigh. Yeah. How are we doing? Now, both feet grounded and even, 
Start to reach up higher, pressing into your left big toe until your left leg gets straight. Right? And if it doesn't want to stay straight for triangle, now don't come into triangle yet, I'm just letting you know. If you want to keep it slightly off lock, if your knee's better with that, that's fine. Otherwise, pull up both kneecaps, send your hips away from the windows, and then start to reach towards the windows. Please don't put a lot of weight in this left arm because we're only going to bring it back up. And if at any point your right shoulder feels compromised, take your arm out. And this hand can come anywhere on this leg. Again, not putting a lot of weight on your hand. Think of your core muscles. Unwind your right arm, your top arm. Keep lifting your hip, your right hip, and taking your hips away from the windows. And maybe look up at your right hand. Feel your feet. Now look down and find your bottom hand, bring it out towards the windows and turn your palm up. Now we're going to imagine we're holding a giant snowball and take your top hand down, palm down. Giant snowball and breathe. Snowballs are heavy these days, right? Feel those core muscles working, root through your feet. Try not to turn towards the floor, keep your top shoulder lifted. Inhale, exhale. <laughs> Press into your left foot, inhale up, and turn your left toes forward. And exhale, relax your hands onto your hips, draw your elbows back. Breathe in, breathe out, tilt forward. It's fine to bend your knees. Okay. If hands can come down or grab those blocks and hands can come onto blocks, that's fine. And maybe sway a little bit. So we're going to remind ourselves of that idea of integrity of the spine. Find a way to have a long spine. So um, axial extension, your tailbone going back, so it's over your heels, and your crown going forward. And then once you're there, right, we really want that spine long. So use your blocks. Take your right hand to your side waist and start to turn to your right. Other right hand. And then lifting up your right shoulder, take your right hand up to your right shoulder, the front of your shoulder. Yeah, and then use your fingertips to guide your shoulder up so you're using the twist in the spine. Yes. All right, and then keeping um, mindful of where your shoulder is, reach your arm in line with your shoulder. Right, in line with your shoulder. May I? Please that idea of keeping it in line. So you might be going more towards the wall than the ceiling, and that's fine. Anytime, release it back down and go for the other sides, taking those steps the same slow way. So hand to waist, turn to your left. Think about your right hand supporting you, the strength in the back of your body, rolling your heart open towards the windows, and then arm in line with shoulder, so it might be reaching towards the windows rather than the ceiling, and that's fine. And how's breath? It's happening? Nice. Now feel your feet planted in the sand. Release your left hand down. Yep. Bend both knees. Turn your heels in, toes out, please. Heels in, toes out, bring your hands to your thighs in your own time. Wide squat. Lift up your shoulders, take your arms out, 
Bend your elbows. All right. Just three. Breathe in and reach, press into your feet. Breathe out, goddess squat. Okay, let's keep our hips down, reach our arms up. Interlace your fingers, either take your palms down or up. And bend your elbows out to the sides. And now start those circles, but from your torso. So your hips stay stable. Your torso circles around and feel your core muscles waking up. And then go the other way. And then come to stand, extend your arms up, grab a wrist, either one, draw it across, press into your feet, inhale up, change sides, inhale up, relax your arms down, roll your shoulders, rub your shoulders if you'd like, go ahead and heel, toe your feet towards each other, and then we'll face the windows. And you can step your right foot forward, left foot back, until you're in warrior one on the other side. Okay, then left knee is just, right knee, sorry, is just over ankle. And notice what's happening in the front of that left hip. Right, lift up your ribs, lift up your lower abdominals, and anytime reach your arms, Virabhadrasana one. Feel the footprint of each foot, the support of the earth. What holds you up? Now start to open towards the clock, keeping your right knee just where it is. Right? If it turns in, see if you can activate your outer hip muscles, Virabhadrasana too. Notice your thoughts. Turn your right palm up and your left thumb under. Yeah. It's okay? And then gaze over at your right fingertips and start to follow your right fingertips up as you breathe in. Keep your chin lifting all the way up and then slide your back hand behind you if that's available. Make sure your knee feels fine. Right? If it feels funny, you might check it and adjust it. Also notice your jaw, your throat, your face. And on your next inhale, start to reach higher towards the ceiling with your right finger, straightening your right leg or keeping it just a little off lock. So if legs are straight, then we'll pull up on our kneecaps. Right. Really strong as we press into feet, draw your hips to, towards the back wall and reach your fingers towards the windows. Keep your chest open. That's the, the benefit of having this back arm behind us is to keep chest open. Right, and then hand can come anywhere along that leg and go ahead and unwind your left arm. Reach it up. Press your feet. Right. Now look at your bottom foot, strong feet. Bottom hand comes up, palm up. And now top hand comes down, hold that giant snowball as you breathe. Yeah, so if we put a lot of weight down, harder to then get the core muscles to fire. So root through both feet, reach your tailbone away from your head. Maintain that integrity in the side body. And on your next inhale, press into your right foot, come to stand.
Turn your right toes in, exhale, hands down. This time, hands can come to hips or you can clasp your hands behind you. Either one's fine. Shoulders roll back, lower belly lifts. And if you are clasping your hands, lift them away from your lower back before tilting forward. Anytime, release your hands down. Find that block. All right, and then remember length of your spine. So that's important. We're going to do a different twist. Take your, um, your left hand, this one gets me, right? Your left hand behind your right arm and reach for your outer right thigh. And then slide your hand, your left hand down until it stops and peek under your right armpit. So you might come up on right fingertips so you can peek under your right armpit without rounding your spine if that's available. Right. Peek under that right armpit, spiral around to the right and press into both feet evenly. And if you have more twist in your spine, you can kind of slide that hand lower towards your outer ankle and even pull on your left hand to draw your chest more towards the right. And then unwind. And then go to the other side. <laughs> and when you feel done, you will know that you're done. And then you could unwind and you could start to walk your hands towards your right foot. Yeah. Step your back foot forward. Just find a way to get at the front of your mat. Not so graceful, but just find a way to step your back foot forward. Get to the front of your mat. And then send your hips back. And lift up your chest, bring your arms either forward or all the way up by your ears. And then come to standing, please. Okay. Yes, good idea. So take your feet wider, almost as wide as when we did the goddess squats. Turn your toes out a little and bend your knees a little. Keep your lower body steady. Um, left arm reaches out as we inhale and we tap the chest, right? And exhale, go the other way. Inhale, exhale. Inhale, exhale. Right? If you start to get dizzy, look forward and keep going with your chest. Otherwise, go around. Follow, you let your chin follow your chest. And if it feels better to close your eyes, close your eyes. and really smack your chest to wake up. What's underneath breastbone? Thymus gland, yeah, thymus, which produces our T cells, right? And then let your arms dangle. Maybe they actually come around and hit your kidneys, your lower back, and then come back to center. And then press into your feet. Heel, toe your feet towards each other, shake out. So we'll do a little Natarajasana or dancer pose and then move towards the floor. Hug your hips towards the midline, hold a foot, lift up your lower belly, other arm comes up or holds the wall, push that foot back and eventually tilt forward. So you can take it in your own time. 
And sometimes shifting weight back towards the heel is helpful or simply thinking of, again, your footprint. And please change sides when you feel ready. This is like, find a way to make it fun for you. Did you do both sides already? OK, take your time. Anytime you're done, let yourself be done. We're going to, so you can go right to your belly, or you can go for, you can breathe in, reach up, breathe out, walk your hands forward, tell you're in downward dog, or your feet back. And then, you know, 50 extra push-ups if you want. Then lower onto your belly. We're not quite done, though. So we'll come into Sphinx Pose. Next three to five breaths to get there, anytime, right? There's no hurry. So this sound we're listening to, sat, nam. Sat meaning truth, nam meaning name or identity, helping us connect with our inner truth. Right? So from your sphinx pose, draw your heart away from your toes, take your toes back in line with your heels and ankles, and draw your heart forward. And then from here, if you're up for it, try a forearm plank. So turn your toes under, look down between your wrists, breathe in and breathe out. Maybe you lift up your hips or maybe you lift up your hips and your knees and breathe. Now, if you have no shoulder issues, um, you could continue bringing your hips higher to come into a dolphin pose, walking your feet a little towards your hands, bending your knees, and sticking your butt way up and back, pressing into your forearms, and letting your head dangle. So if your elbows get wider, there won't be space for your head to dangle, and you might feel pressure on your head, so let's avoid that. Right. And then from there, walking your feet back, coming back to your forearm plank, shoulders above elbows, and then from there, when you're ready, lower your knees, your hips, come back to your sphinx pose. And then, yeah, the next inhale, take your arms out and float your straight legs up. Now there is one more thing we could try if you're feeling like your digestive system or your metabolism has been sluggish this time of year and you want to do something a little different, you could bend your knees and reach back and hold your ankles. Not that different, bow pose, right? Only if it feels good and safe. What about with the strap? You wanna try the strap? You got them, yeah. Just make sure they feel safe. Push your feet back to lift your heart. Anytime, rest either on your belly or child's pose, your choice. So eventually we'll end up back on our backs. Any way you'd like to get there. If there's uh, another bridge pose in you, go for that. If there's a supported bridge with a block under your hips, go for that. If you would like to get there um, and then bring your feet up, 
you could do that. So this is a version of shoulder stand with the block under our hips for support. Now if you have a shoulder stand practice and you have no blood pressure issues, no neck issues, and no osteoporosis, and you wanted to not use the block, you could also try that. All right. So whether we're using the block or not, we're getting this opportunity to, again, allow blood flow into throat center and brain. And at this point in our practice, we're really trusting highest self, that wise heart to guide you. You could go straight to deep relaxation, or if there's something else your body wants or needs, please listen to that. A little hip release, or legs up, or final twist, any of those. Notice where this wise heart comes through.
your breath, lengthen. Deepen. Hands and feet start to move gently. And eventually, hug your knees and rock a little side to side. Rock over to one side and ease up. And take the, your wrists together once you're sitting comfortably. Right. Wrist touch right in front of your throat center. And fingertips touch, and like you're creating a little bud shape. Right, so there's space between your knuckles and wrists and fingertips touch. And as you breathe in, float your fingers open like you're making a little lotus. And as you breathe out, touch your fingertips back together. And you might think to yourself, sat, as you breathe in. And nam as you breathe out. Meditation to discover your true self. To deepen into that inner truth, that wise heart. Floating your hands together, let them float down to heart center. So let's end by asking for peace. A short om and shanti three times. Breathe in. Shanti, shanti. Shanti You've been listening to Healthy Happy Yoga I'm your host Kate Lynch Please share this podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast. Please connect with me on my website. I would love to hear from you. Be well.